Support for this podcast and the following message come from UCSF Health. The human brain is both remarkable and complex. The neurological specialists at UC San Francisco are constantly thinking of new and better ways to treat it. More at ucsfhealth.org slash great minds. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. The U.S. has led a second round of strikes against targets in Yemen. Officials say the target area, which included a radar site, was putting commercial vessels in the Red Sea at risk. The first round of strikes today hit 28 locations and damaged more than 60 targets controlled by Houthi militants. NPR's Asma Khalid says President Biden defended the strikes today. The Iran-backed Houthi militants have carried out numerous attacks on shipping lanes in the Red Sea since the beginning of the conflict in Gaza. It's a key commercial transportation route that links Asia and Europe. And Biden was asked on Friday if he would continue strikes on Houthi targets if the attacks don't stop. We will make sure that we respond to the Houthis as they continue this outrageous behavior along with our allies. He insisted the U.S. is not in a de facto proxy war with Iran. This all comes as the Biden administration has sought to avoid a wider conflict in the Middle East. Asma Khalid, NPR News. The Supreme Court has agreed to consider whether efforts to bar unhoused people from public camping amount to cruel and unusual punishment. As Jefferson Public Radio's Jane Vaughn reports, the case stems from a lawsuit in southern Oregon. In 2020, a district court in Medford, Oregon, ruled that the city of Grants Pass's ordinances on homelessness were unconstitutional. The court said people who were involuntarily homeless were being punished with tickets and fines for resting in public when they had nowhere else to go. Grants Pass has since appealed that decision all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court. The case could have major consequences for how cities across the country regulate homelessness. The federal count of homeless people reached 580,000 last year. There's no timeline yet for when the case will be scheduled for oral arguments. For NPR News, I'm Jane Vaughn in Ashland, Oregon. The CDC says flu and COVID levels are high around the country, though there are signs the spread of these viruses is now starting to slow down. NPR's Ping Huang has this update. The good news is that flu and COVID seem to be spreading at slower rates. The amount of people showing up at the doctor with bad coughs and body aches has mostly stabilized, and in some places, it's declining. The bad news is that there's still a lot of virus out there. There are many people with active cases of flu, COVID, and RSV, and levels are still high or very high in most of the country. More than 35,000 people got hospitalized with COVID just last week. Doctors urge people to take precautions against getting sick, especially if they're very young or very old, or spending time with those who are. Ping Huang, NPR News. A dangerous winter storm is making its way across the northern U.S. this weekend. It's bringing blinding snow in some places and freezing rain in others. A man is believed to have died in an Idaho avalanche today. In Cook County, Illinois, a man died from exposure on Thursday night, while a Wisconsin man died while snowblowing his driveway. Stocks finished mixed on Wall Street. You're listening to NPR News. Wholesale inflation in the U.S. fell for a third straight month in December. The drop provides additional evidence that price pressures on the economy continue to ease. The producer price index dropped one-tenth of a percent from November. The PPI measures inflation before it reaches consumers. Measured year-over-year, wholesale inflation rose just one percent in December. 
The Environmental Protection Agency has proposed new rules requiring oil and gas companies to pay fees for releasing methane. NPR's Jeff Brady says this would be the first time drillers would have to pay for discharging the potent global warming gas. Methane is the main ingredient in natural gas, and it has more than 80 times the warming power of carbon dioxide when it's first released. Combined with separate methane rules finalized last month, the Environmental Protection Agency hopes to reduce leaks from the industry. The fee was in the 2022 Climate-Focused Inflation Reduction Act. The American Petroleum Institute calls the proposed fee a punitive tax and asked members of Congress to repeal that section of the law. Environmental groups praise the fee. The EPA estimates the fee and the earlier rules will save the country about $7.5 billion a year. Jeff Brady, NPR News. Just two days after Nick Saban announced his retirement from the Alabama football program, the Crimson Tide named Kalen DeBoer of Washington a successor. DeBoer called the chance to coach for Alabama the opportunity of a lifetime. DeBoer went 25-3 and in two seasons with the Huskies, and he has a career record of 104-12. and Saban won six national titles with Alabama. I'm Dale Willman, NPR News.